Hey everyone, and welcome to the Rookie Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number 31. So today is one of those episodes that I wish I would have listened to about four or five years ago when I first started on this journey because the person I'm going to introduce you to today is all about helping people get unstuck and really focus on the things that they're supposed to do in their life and finding their purpose and how to help them really center themselves in a way that helps them live the best version of their life. So I'm so excited about today's guest and I cannot wait to jump right into the interview. But if you're new here to The Rookie Life, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Let me tell you about the other fun things that we talk about here on the podcast. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to find that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. So I have a question to ask you. Are you ready to grow your influence in 2019? Are you frustrated with not getting enough traction on your blog or your vlog or your social media? Are you intimidated by the tech that goes into podcasting? Like, right, it makes you cringe a little bit and you're not even sure where to start? Don't worry, I've totally got your back. If you're looking to grow your audience and expand your network and gain momentum in your business this year, then a podcast is just what you need. And I know you're probably thinking, but Crystal, that's just one more thing I have to take care of and I have to create content for it. Just just the idea of it totally stresses me out. And I totally understand. I was there too, not knowing what equipment I needed, which software I'm supposed to use, or just how to get the dang thing connected to where people can listen to it, all the places where people listen to podcasts. But what if I told you, you don't have to feel all of that overwhelm? What if I showed you not only how to start a podcast and launch one with five months worth of content on day one, but also how to grow and monetize your show? In the Rookie Podcasting online course, you'll learn the step-by-step processes that need to happen in order to start, launch, and market your podcast. So to learn more, go to crystalprofit.com slash rookie podcasting. The doors are opening soon for only a short time, so I want to make sure that you get all the information you want about the course before it launches. So again, that's crystalprofit.com slash rookie podcasting. Hey rookies, and welcome back to episode number 31. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. The first is that we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, then visit crystalprofit.com slash podcast. That's crystal with a K, profit with two F's and two T's, and go see the show notes for this week's episode. You'll also find social media links for any of our guests so you can continue to follow them in their journeys. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. 
There are some really exciting things coming up around the corner, and I cannot wait to share them with you. And while you're at it, please rate and review the show. We just did another giveaway, and y'all, these they're just so much fun. And we're going to keep choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars, but here's what you have to do to be considered for the drawing. You have to leave a comment, either what you think of the show or tell people, you know, like what topics you want to hear from us or just comment with which episode is your favorite. But you have to leave a comment in order to be considered for one of our drawings. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to receive some really cool stuff because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay, now that we've gotten all the business side of things out of the way, let's go straight into my interview with Stephanie Smart. So I'm really excited to share with you today the interview that I had with Stephanie Smart, who is a truth speaker coach, an author, and a motivational speaker. She's an experienced corporate business trainer, intuitive, and wellness professional who has been teaching workshops and speaking for over 25 years. And let me tell you, in our interview today, it totally shows. Like, she absolutely knows what she's talking about. Stephanie teaches people how to identify their purpose, embrace their legacy, and live their truth. And who doesn't need that in this day and age, right? She empowers her clients and her audience to be unapologetically themselves in all aspects of their life. And I don't know about you, Rookie, but that's kind of what I want to do. I want to be unapologetically myself and just be who I am, even if that means that I'm a rookie and I'm still figuring it out. So I can't wait to hear basically our therapy session. I can't wait for you to listen to it because Stephanie really speaks some truth into my life during this interview. So here's my interview with Stephanie Smart. All right, Rookie Podcast listeners, I'm so excited to introduce to you today Stephanie Smart, who we met in a Facebook group, and she said, yes, I'm all about it. Like, let's do this podcast thing. So welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Crystal. I'm I'm so appreciative, and I love talking about what I do and sharing stories. Well, I'm excited to just really just dive right in. So um, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do, but I also want you to tell me why you named your business what it is, because it's a very interesting name. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start with who I am, because that will lead into why I named my business what I did. Okay. Um, so I have been in alternative medicine um, prof- professionally and as a student for a little over 30 years. Um, so I do uh, I do energy work. I am... Um, teach a variety of modalities. I have a master's in oriental medicine. So I've always been into that world of energy and looking at, at the, the, the greater peace. And, and growing up, I, um, I grew up in a very um, dysfunctional household and I really learned how to um, hide very effectively and have conversations with, with um, all the things that I was seeing in the world that most other people were not seeing. And so I work with uh, spirit guides. I work with the the energies of the universe that are out there that um, are visible if you can see them or engage with them. Um, And so as I sort of go on to um, shifting from running a brick and mortar wellness center into coaching, I really looked at who was it that I wanted to be working with and what was it I wanted to be doing. And 
And those, the, the pieces and the clients that made me always go, yes, they're on my schedule were the ones where we just, it was more than, you know, I'm, I'm going to help you with your back pain or I'm going to help you with fertility. It was, it was really the big global, we have to, we have to make deep core level changes and bring out who we are into our life. And so when I, I looked at that, um, for me, dragons are all about, um, wisdom. They're about being fierce. They're graceful, um, they bring in the energy of transformation. Um, and then if we look back through time, um, so my business is Laughing Dragon Coaching. And um, so if we look back through time, um, many, many cultures have creation myths centered around dragons and twin serpents. And even our Western medical medical symbol is, is you know, the twin serpents wrapped around. And, and those creation myths are really, we can tie that back into looking at the DNA and so I talk about in my business, I talk about that deep soul level peace and that core of who we are as our soul song. And, and when I bring that in with the dragon, our dragon, our inner dragon is one of those dragons that are the, the creation of who we are is that spiritual DNA and it partners with the physical DNA. And when we can really bring those connections and integrate those together into our life, that's when the magic happens. And that's when we can laugh and dance and really have our cells, our actual physical cells hopping around and dancing and laughing with joy, which is what this life is about. That's awesome. Like, that's so fascinating to me. What a, what a cool, what a cool thing. Like I don't meet, you know, a lot of people that do this kind of work. So that's very interesting. And, um, my next question would be, um, I guess, did you have this kind of, um, I guess therapy or, um, you know, did you go see someone and you think, man, like this really just changed my life and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like what is your journey through, um, through, you know, getting, getting into where you are today. Yeah. So, um, we could talk for hours about that. So I'll give you a very right. abbreviated, question, abbreviated version. And, and if I don't get everything that you want, feel free to, you know, ask more in-depth questions. Um, so growing up, you know, I grew up in a dysfunctional household and then really my own, um, alcoholism and addiction went full, full bloom when I turned 18. And I moved out of my, my mom's house when I turned 18, um, as a senior in high school and, and finished out the, my high school as a living independent person. Um, and it just sort of really spiraled out of control for a number of years. And then, uh, I got into needing really, I hit bottom and realized that things really needed to change. And, uh, it felt like the universe was giving me an opportunity to make that happen. Um, and so I, I got clean and sober and I proceeded down that path and then I got into a car accident and between the time of getting clean and sober and getting in that car accident, it became really clear to me that I needed to more fully engage with, uh, that spiritual and that energetic world that I, I lived in part of the time. And, it, and it's always there for me. And I, I felt like I was running from that in a certain way. And then I got in this car accident and I was doing, um, you know, traditional massage, chiropractic, all of that stuff. And I'd gotten to a point where nothing was helping. And somebody said, oh, you need to go see this person who does this work called orthobionomy. And I was like, uh, ortho, whatever. Okay. I know I picked up the phone right. because I was at a place where, where nothing else was doing, was happening. And I, I knew that I was, I, w I was at a crossroads and something had to change. And here was this offer. And I just went, okay. Because I had learned over the, over the years that if I ignore those things, I tend to regret it later. That that listening to those those moments is really important. And so I picked up the phone and I called her, 
And the story is that prior to seeing me, she had just gone off on a rant that she was like eight months pregnant. She was not taking any new clients. She wasn't having anyone else come and live in their house. Like she was just going to be a parent for a while. So I called and she said, yes, I'll see you. <laughs> and she hung up the phone and was like, what just happened? And that, <laughs> and that work, um, we, we, she's, she's near and dear to me today in, in many, many ways. And, um, that work, um, is transformational to my life. And I'm an instructor in that. I've been doing that for over 30 years now. And that work is my spiritual realm in so many ways. Um, and it, it's the physical and spiritual. And so looking at, you know, how did I get to here? That work is all about remembering who we are and, and that we're already whole. And that when we show up, in that way, we are catalyst and we facilitate. And as a practitioner, my job is to be neutral and to, and to really open that doorway and, and help someone else remember it. Um, and so we do it at the physical and energetic world uh, and physical and energetic level. And, and so that carries through everything I do. And, and from that, that foundation, I really tied in the energetic work of, of studying shamanism and, and everything going forward into that. That's so awesome. Like that's like, it's, you're blowing my mind right now. So hang on. I'm trying to like get my, because, because I'm so fascinated with, you know, God and the universe and like how everything works together. So um, I'm like, really my brain is throwing like 50 questions at me. So I'm trying to think what, how how can you help? Because our listeners are female entrepreneurs. They're trying to figure out, do I want to start a business? Do I want to do this? So if you had a client come to you and this was their profession, like what is, cause I know that you've been doing this. Like you said, you've been doing this for a long time. I'm sure you've seen across the spectrum, so many different kinds of people. What is it that you see or a typical symptom of something like they need help? Like they need, um, some sort of healing or like just speak to that. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to reframe that. Okay. Um, so I don't say that I help people. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll rephrase that. I say it in my, in my lay, in my content sometimes because people identify with that word. But if I'm having a personal private conversation with you, I'm not going to say I'm going to help you because my job is to partner with you and to listen to what you're saying and to find the openings and so it's really, for me, it's about finding those places where we recognize that there's disconnect and we recognize that there's ease and how do we build that bridge? So for, if somebody comes to me, like I, I, I'll use a client I was just talking to last night, frustrated, knows that there's more, knows that there, she's got these things that she wants to be doing and doesn't know how to get there. And so we spent a month doing a lot of mindset work and a little bit of business work. Because she had to understand and and really in her understand that she was she was capable, and and so it's it's about learning how to listen, and learning how to discern, and when somebody comes to me as as either someone who's wanting to do a business or already has a business, then I look at okay what are the things that bring you the most joy, because we are here to have a lo- a life filled with joy. Whether it's every single minute of the day, not necessarily, but every day there needs to be joy in our life. Every day we need to be thriving. And so for me, I bring all of that experience of of being an alternative medicine person into my coaching practice because it's about, okay, what's the core of who you are? That needs to be happening in your life. 
And then that needs to be happening in your business. And so when I work with people, I don't work with people just as a business coach. I work with people as a coach. And I actually call myself a true speaker coach because when we connect to those pieces of who we are at our core and bring that out into our life and our business, we are speaking our truth. And that that is what we're here to be doing. And that is what brings us the most joy and the most just, oh, yes, I get to go and do my thing today. Whether it's going swimming or walking in the park or, or working with a client, that's all part of who I am. And so it's, you know, for those new people and, and the listeners, it's really about bringing together and intertwining. Like I was talking earlier about the dragons, we intertwine our business and our life because we come to this as one person. And particularly as women, so many of us have cultural pieces, we have kids, right? We have all this stuff and we could be going on the hamster wheel all day long. And I have to be able to let you find a way to build your business so that it's filled with ease and you are in this for the long haul. And that's, you know, I specialize in helping wellness professionals build their business because really what I want is your business needs to nourish you as much as you nourish your clients, regardless of what your profession is. But when we look at, okay, I'm doing this business, I'm signing up as an entrepreneur, it's not an easy life. You know, right. we go up and down and around every single day, you know, in, in one hour, I could be like, oh my God, what am I doing? And then the next, <laughs> next minute I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, it's like you get these moments and these days where you're just like the roller coaster. And if I don't have a solid foundation to sustain me and tools in place to pull me up out of that spot, when I'm like, what, what am I doing? You know, and, and I've got to have those pieces. And so I bring all of it together in my work. That's awesome. So I'm sitting here while you're saying all that, I'm picturing, um, you know, the question everyone, everyone I've ever met that's an entrepreneur, they're like, how do you find balance? I have three kids. And so people are just like, how do you find balance? Like, it's impossible. You either have to be an amazing mom or you have to be amazing at your job. Like there's or amazing at your marriage or amazing friend, daughter, like, and I think that's where a lot of people do get overwhelmed. It's with this idea of balance. So, um, but I like what you just said, like with the intertwining of everything, it's like you're being yourself. Is that correct? I mean, is that yeah. basically what you would say? Mm-hmm. So you don't separate them is the thing. It's, I use this great analogy. So I have a master's in oriental medicine. So oriental medicine um, is we look at, you know, acupuncture meridians and, and the pathways and, those cover our entire being. So they, they contain energy and blood, and those are the things that make us actually function. So what happens if you have an illness, you have a blockage of that energy or blood somewhere, or you have a deficiency, so there's not enough. So we get these, these like dams in the flow, or we get these dry riverbeds. And the entire purpose of oriental medicine, in particular acupuncture and Chinese herbs, is to have free flow throughout the whole meridian system, which is our whole body. And I like to use that analogy of how are things flowing? Because when we've got that free flow and abundant flow, then we're not separating out business and we're not separating out being a parent or being a partner or being whatever, right? We can have 20 different hats. We need them to flow seamlessly 
and that sometimes we need a little more over here and sometimes we need a little more over here but the doorway and the gateways and the bridges that flow between are always open and available to make those adjustments and that's what we want and that's what I call the balance that's very good. I love your visuals. Like you're very good at explaining it. I'm like, I see, I see the veins and I see a blockage. I see like whenever, whenever maybe, you know, there's a lot of energy flowing at your business for a season of life and then mm-hmm. it's going towards your marriage and then towards your kids and then like all the things. So I'm very good. Very, you have been doing this a long time. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so my next question would be like, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out on their journey? Like how, is there a way to avoid those blockages or avoid getting burned out? Like what, what advice would you give to someone who just says, Hey, I just signed up for this entrepreneurial journey. I'm super excited. What would you say to someone? That- First, I would say congratulations <laughs> because clearly you're following your dreams. And awesome. that's really huge. And and that, you know, you have to honor those wins as much as you look at where the things are where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm banging my head against the wall again. And and that, you know, we talked about, about balance just a minute ago, and that's really important. Um, so yay, congratulations is the first thing. <laughs> um, and then the other part of it is, it, it is exactly what I was just talking about. It, it, you know, our business and our life can go in cycles. And so know what is important for right now and then shift when necessary. So don't get so caught up in the hustle of I have to do everything right now because our world and particularly the U.S., we are a, uh, our culture is set up so that we're always feeling behind. We always, we're not doing enough. We haven't met that deadline. Like I could just go on and on and on. And we step right into that as a business person because, wow, I've got this great idea and I've got a business plan now and I want to do this and I've got these goals and, right, I can just ramp right up. And then I look around and I'm like, wait a minute, when was the last time I had dinner with my family? That's not the life I signed up for. And I think that that's the piece that's really, really important is to remember where those those balance is within letting the flow happen. That sometimes, yes, you're going to put in extra hours in your business. And that means that then you're going to also put in extra hours in your family when that's happening. Um, A great story that I tell about this is that, um, so when I first started this, um, I've had a full-time clinic and I had a a big brick and mortar wellness center and, and, you know, I was working 40, 50 hours a week because I love what I'm doing and I know how to do it and like, okay. So then I became a stay-at-home parent for a little while and then I went back to work, but I'm only working when my kids are in school. But I went, okay, I'm back to work. I know how to do this. And I started my schedule just like I was working 40 to 50 hours a week again. And about two months in, I was like, why am I crazy? Why am I irritable? Why am I yelling at everybody? My family is like, what are you doing? And I'm not happy. Like, I'm I'm just like, oh, this is not fun anymore. And, and I realized that I had stepped into running a business thinking I had all this time because I knew how to do that. So I just stepped right into knowing what I I know how to do this versus, oh, I only have this time. And so it's really, you know, I I bring that in because it's it's what's your schedule look like? And particularly as a parent, so I have two special needs kids and I also do a lot of stuff with them after school. And so my schedule gets blocked. 
So I can't necessarily say, oh, yes, I can I can see clients every night or, mm -hmm. oh, yes, I can stay up until one o'clock in the morning writing content every night. That's not fun or pleasant. And I don't end up with with um, I don't end up being the kind of person I want to be in the world. And so it's about looking at what do I have available and making my business fit into that and incorporating it in naturally into what I do. So, so this week I have a bunch of stuff going on. And so I've had calls a couple of nights this week, but I'm right here in my home office. So I'm like, okay, I got to go. I've got a call. I'll be back in an hour. And then it's just seamless, but I don't do that every week. And so it's looking at as a new entrepreneur, how do I make it so that I all, I'm putting in the time that's necessary to build my business, but I'm not sacrificing my entire life. And that balance is what's really important. I think that that's so like, I'm picturing myself because I've been in, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do in the online world for about four years now. And everything you just said really speaks to who I was then and thinking, okay, I just got to do this all the time. Like, you know, just there's, there's no time for this. Even though I was a stay at home mom, like I was constantly like, if there was, if the baby was asleep, I was doing this, I was doing that. But now I've structured a lot of my days. Like I enjoy working out and I enjoy, you know, doing stuff with the kids after school. And so it's like, I literally put those chunks of time into my day intentionally. Otherwise they don't happen. And I think that that's like probably like the biggest thing that I've learned is to be intentional with everything that you do. Absolutely. So that's, that's awesome. I love that everything you just said that supported that. Like it's just, we're, we're in a therapy session right now, actually. <laughs> Y'all are just listening in. Stephanie's just talking to me. <laughs> well, and I want to talk about what you just said, right? <laughs> that you, you block out those times and you, you schedule that stuff. And when our kids are big enough, particularly once they get into school, we are modeling how to have balanced, thriving lives instead of being on the hamster rabbit wheel that I've done. Like I've been a corporate executive. I was a corporate trainer. I was working, you know, 80 hours a week. And, and at one point my wife was like, you're gray. You are physically gray. Something needs to change. Yeah. And, and it's like, that's not what we're meant to be doing. And so it's so easy as an entrepreneur to step into that. And I just want people to be conscious that it doesn't have to be filled with hustle, that your life is, in, is intentional, like you said, and that that intention is really, really important. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I, I really, truly believe that someone's listening and they needed to hear exactly what you just said. It's just not all about the hustle. And, you know, what's interesting is I, I do a lot of speaking and I don't script out what I talk about. I'll mm -hmm. have, I'll have like a, you know, I want to cover these outline points if I'm actually going to give a talk because either they really need to hear it or I need to hear it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I'll say something. I'm like, oh yeah, I needed to hear that again today. And absolutely, you know, somebody in the audience also needed to hear it. But when I'm open to that and paying attention, it just flows and everybody makes a better choice out of, as a result of it. That's awesome. That's that's so cool. Like I'm I'm so excited that we connected. But yeah. my next my next question is <laughs> how do you typically 
find your clients? Because you've mentioned, you know, acupuncture and doing all this other stuff. So is this something that you do in an online presence? Do you do Zoom calls? Like, how does this work for you? Yeah, so I don't, um, so I'll give you a little bit of background on me. I have, um, I have been dealing with um, health issues for about 20 years. And um, I've just recently gotten diagnosed with Parkinson's. And I'm like, so happy about it, because I actually have like, know what's happening. I'm like, it's, it's a really, really good thing. But that means that I'm not doing um, physical sessions anymore. So I, as a result of my own health stuff, I transitioned into just coaching and mentoring and speaking. I do classes. Um, So my business is primarily online, but I have a local presence as well. Um, So I use a co-working space um, to see local clients. Um, I do a lot of in-person local networking. We have a holistic, uh, it's like a holistic chamber of commerce here. Um, And so I'm really active there and we have, you know, three or four meetings a, a month and I just go and hang out with people because you know what? They're my people in so many ways. I love them and I'm not doing that work anymore. And so now I have people that I can refer to because I've been around long enough that people will still call me and say, Hey, are you still doing? I'm like, no, I'm not, but I got this great person for you, Right. you know? And so I do a lot of that. So I do a lot of in-person stuff as well. Um, and then I'm in Facebook, um, Facebook and LinkedIn, um, and then I give talks. So I go, like, I'll be uh, at the Soul Success Summit in Santa Barbara in March. Um, I'm one of their speakers. Uh, I've got a whole variety of other things that are happening. Um, so I do that. Um, I have Facebook group myself. I, so it's really about being present. Um, and I, I look at where can I make the most impact that brings me the most joy uh, and, and balance that out. That answer your question? I feel like yes. Okay. (laughs) No, that totally did. It totally did. Yeah, because I mean, it was just like, how do you find your clients? And that's exactly what you know, what it is. I love that you know, you are practicing what you preach. You know, it's like what's going to bring you the most joy, and you know, doing it the way that you're doing it. You know, like that's what works for you. And I, I think that that's so essential because. Um, as entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to look at what is everybody else doing? How should I do my stuff? And it's like, no, what's going to work for me? I don't care about what everybody else is doing. What works for me and my family and what's going to make me happy? And I would even offer, and this is what I tell my clients, is it's not even what's going to work for you. It's about what business do you want? And that we go to the very core of what does your business look like based on what brings you the most joy. Um, and I, it's, it's like, I'll use the example of, um, when I was making this transition into just, um, coaching and speaking and you know what I do now, I I was sitting in my, in my dining room, ready to sign a lease on a new space to see clients. And I just like the world was coming down on me and I'm sitting there in tears because I knew that if I signed that lease, I was selling part of my soul that, that that wasn't what I wanted to be doing. I, I'm really, really good at it. But it wasn't what was bringing me the most joy. And I knew that what I wanted, like I just ha- kept having this vision, and I've had this for years and years and years and years, of speaking and writing and teaching. And I teach I teach some of my modalities, but a much bigger piece than that And I just, I sat there and my wife came in and was like, what's going on? I was like, 
And I told her, and she said, can you make money doing that? I was like, I think so. She said, then go do it. And it's been a journey. It's been a lot of work on my part. Um, and so I want people to get to that place where it's that, that deep soul calling that is what we're supposed to be doing. And it's like I was just at a, a local event. <laughs> um, and it was uh, just popping. And I happened to know these the two women who own and, and founded this. Um, and they were telling their story. And one of them was talking about how um, they quit their corporate job to go make popcorn. And and some business person had pulled them aside and was like, really? Popcorn? Mm-hmm. Really? You're going to like, you know, and she went on and told the story. And they are like phenomenally successful, like all, all these awards and all of this. But if she had listened to that person instead of listening to what was within her, it wouldn't have happened. And, you know, I use the examples of if somebody can be a professional mermaid, if you can mm-hmm. make... If you can make ball like like really expensive dress ball gowns and designer gowns out of balloons, like anything is possible. You have to follow your joy and follow your dream and follow your passion because it's there for a reason. And and when we don't, it's like part of our soul is just like, oh, really? Instead of instead of jumping for joy. Right. And it's funny. I love your analogies because my mom and I, she's, she's, you know, coming up with her own, um, her, her own idea of what her entrepreneurial journey looks like. And yeah. we, our joke between each other is if people buy the movie Sharknado <laughs> and they make tons of money, like we can do this. Like, yep. like anything is possible. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and when we are, when we really step into that, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. We, and, and this goes back to your question earlier about what would I tell those new, those, those rookies, right? I think to keep that rookie mind always open, because even when we step into following our dreams, we have to be willing to be flexible and say, oh, well, this part didn't work. How do I tweak this? Because we're doing something new and different. And to just always have that flexibility, because that's where we get to thrive. That's awesome. Well, huh. this has just been so good. And I could I could talk to you all day. Like, this, is, <laughs> this has just been so awesome. But I want to move into the next segment of the show. And that is what we're calling our Keeping It Real questions. So we ask our guests, all of our guests, the same ones. So my first one is, what motivates you on days when everything is super tough, like you've spilled your coffee, you're running late, like everything is just, it's just, no. You just, you want to go shut down, watch Netflix, not do anything else for the rest of the day. Like what would you tell, <laughs> like what motivates you to keep going? Well, I will be honest. I will say some days I do sit down and I, I binge watch something or I go to the beach, well, go to the beach. I wish I went to, I lived at the beach anymore. I go to the park. Um, and, and so some days I do do that because when I'm having a moment like that, sometimes it's that I need to do self-care. Um, and so really honoring that, uh, and if it's not a moment where I need to do self-care and I just need to buckle down and do it, um, I, I have a lot of things plastered around my house to remind me why I do stuff. Um, and I talk a lot about this when, uh, I, it's about sustained focus so I'll have stones and I, I'll carry a stone around and go, right, I need to do this. Right. That helps me. So my theme for the year um, last year was yes. And I paste it on the wall um, mm-hmm. right right on the other side of my computer to help me remember um, that that's my focus. 
And on so my computer has a uh, it's on against the wall on a windowsill, and it's covered in uh, inspirational sayings. It's covered in what I want to be doing to remind me. And when it really all boils down to the world is falling apart, and I just got someone who like berated me or something. I fall back onto all those resources that keep me going. And I know that I sit there and I think about, well, this was what I wanted to be doing. And this is what my soul's calling is. So I'm going to show up and I'm going to keep doing it because I'm not willing to not. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's really, that's motivating to me. I, and I've seen those stones before and I've, um, I've thought about doing something like that. So you just reminded me. I'm like, I'm going to go get some too. Because that's a really cool thing, like you said, just to have focus in, in a house full of kids with my crazy Boston Terrier that runs around. Like, he's got my focus most of the time because he's yep. getting into something, doing something. And I'm like, oh, but if I just had something that's like, okay, take a deep breath. Like, yep. we can get through this together. <laughs> yep. But So my- I will use all kinds of things. To help me keep that focus. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, my next question is, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? No, I do not. <laughs> I had a feeling um, that was coming. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, you know, maybe I've, I've overcome it. Um, but things have always come very easy to me. And so I tend to have very high standards. Um, but I know that it's better to do something than to do it perfectly. Uh, and so, you know, I wrote a book and I'm in the process of writing a second one. And if I waited until it was perfect, it wouldn't have gotten out. If I wait till my programs are perfect, it wouldn't get out. And the beauty of that is that when I do release it and I do show up and say, here's this thing, then I allow for the expansion of it because I get feedback. And then not only is it going to be better for me, but it's going to serve everybody else in a much more expansive way when I can allow my community to give me feedback on it and make version two and three and four and five. That's so good. Like you, yeah, that's something that is actually speaking to me because I have too. like, I've written a book and I've done things, I've created courses, like I've done all these things. And you're absolutely right. Like there's that hesitation that's like, oh, it's not perfect. But if I don't hit submit now, like it's just, it just needs to happen. And you're absolutely right. Everything I've done, it's like a domino effect. Like it gets a little bit better and then a little bit better. And then the ripple is just like, it continues out. So that's, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think we get caught up in that. Well, what if somebody says something? What if, what if, what if, right? But I'll tell you, in the three years that I've made, been doing this as uh, coaching and, and teaching and speaking, I've had two name, three name changes in my business. I've changed my focus multiple times because I just refine it and get narrower and narrower and more and more clear. And that as that happens, then I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't serve me anymore, which means it's not serving my clients anymore. And so it needs to change and to just be willing to let that evolve. Because that's what's going to happen, right? When we sign up and we're in this business for the long term, it evolves because we evolve as a person. And to just let that natural progression happen. Right. That's awesome. Thank you. I needed to hear that today. That was another little <laughs> nugget nugget for me. That wasn't for y'all. That was just for me. <laughs> okay. Well, my last question is, if you could go back and tell your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to her? Trust yourself. That's good. That's good. 
Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for this interview. And I'm so happy that we connected. And um, where can everybody find more about you, find you on social media, your website? Like, just tell us all the places we can find you. Well, I'm simple. And I believe about simplicity in everything that I do. And so my business and my Facebook and my LinkedIn, everything is Laughing Dragon Coaching. Um, so my book is available on my website, which is also laughing dragon coaching. And I do have a podcast that has just a few episodes in it. And that's all linked on my Facebook page. I really live on Facebook. Um, I put stuff out there and, and so it's, it's really, you know, showing up and doing that. Um, and then I have, um, on my website, I have links to a couple of YouTube videos and one of those is about self-care. It's called a self-care map. Um, and it's a really great, um, process for going through and figuring out the small nuances of self-care. Um, and so I, I wanted to make sure to offer that to uh, the rookies here because that's the piece that's so important. It's not about whether I'm going to go have a bath today or I'm going to go take a walk. It's about how do I set up my everyday life to have it be filled with just easy ways to do self-care. So like for me, I've got I've got these wonderful squeezy fidgets on my desk and that helps me to stay focused. I've got stones floating around. And so really all of that stuff is in that. So I wanted to make sure to to reach out and offer that as well. And again, everything is laughing dragon coaching. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but Stephanie just kind of blew my mind in so many different ways because I needed to hear so much of the things that she was talking about when it comes to healing and just being blocked and not being able to flow in, you know, your own creativity and your business and your home life, like, like all the things, like it's so hard to feel like we need to be go, 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 go. And, you know, accomplishing this and doing that and always being, you know, busy, quote unquote. But the truth is, we need to take some time to evaluate what's important to us and set intentions for who we want to be. What version of yourself do you want to be? Who do you want to, you know, look at in the mirror whenever the day is over and you can say, hey, I tried my hardest today. There's always tomorrow, right? I want you to have that sense of being proud of who you are and the things that you do in your life. But that does it for episode number 31. So remember to go check out those show notes, subscribe to the show, and please leave a review. Stay tuned for next week's show. And remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. 